Schwa as our guest today. You have to go first in our opening compliment. I need one compliment from you. It's called the compliment sandwich. What is the one nice thing you want to say at the top of the show about Drive Angry? Nick Cage drinks alcohol from a skull. He does. <laughs> as promised. He a says he's skull. going to drink... Yeah, yeah I, th- I thought he was going to drink wine yeah. out of his skull, but he wine drinks beer out of the guy's beer. skull. No, he said beer, yeah, the only way beer. he's going to have a cold beer is out of that dude's skull. So my compliment is that Nick Cage keeps his promises. <laughs> he does keep his he's, prom- a, he's a promise keeper. <laughs> he is a promise keeper. <laughs> I think he well, keeps every he promise, ever. especially after that last one. He, I The thing about the skull, though, is it's no longer a cold beer once you've decanted it into a skull. I think that's it's going to be warm by the time it gets into you. I don't know. By the time, I mean, a, a skull doesn't really retain a lot of I think heat. You're splitting hairs there, Phil. He just right. murdered the guy the like a minute and a half ago. I know, but then it like angel it fire. fell on the ground and <laughs> rolled around there for a while. It was the angel fire that killed him. <laughs> it's not the flash or the bang. It's the angel fire. Yeah. Uh, Ta- Tanya, how about you? What's your major compliment for Drive Angry? Um, I just oh this was hard. Anyway, uh, I think that I liked uh, what was that actor's name? Crinkleface Nightmore. What's that guy? William Fichtner. Thank you. Fichtner. Uh, yeah. yeah. Wait, he's Crinkleface? Fichtner, I think it is. I thought Fichtner yeah, was, was smooth. The word you want is Crinkleface. The accountant. Yeah, he was the accountant. He was real smooth. He's he was great, and I yeah. I would have gladly watched a whole movie with just him doing whatever else he needed to do. I loved that everything about him except every time he said, "I am the accountant." Like. You're being purposefully vague. I didn't mind anything that came out of his face because it meant I was not looking at Nicolas Cage. What? Oh, we're going to have to talk about that. Uh, Chris, major compliment for Drive Angry. Uh, So this movie, unexpectedly, at least, I thought it was mostly about driving. Turns out it's mostly about waking hell on earth. Right. And so... So that's more about the angry part. Yeah, yeah, there's a ton of movies that have this in it. uh, You know, The Sixth Day, all that stuff. Uh, But I love when the main character gets to say lines like, Hell's already walking on Earth. <laughs> and then, like, kill a guy with a gun. I mean, it's so cheesy, but I just love that they're drawing upon a whole sub-community. Of- I feel like, yeah, it was like, it was. they tried to make it less cheesy by being so insane. No, by being- no, I disagree. I feel like yeah. that was just more cheese yeah. granules. Oh, I didn't find it cheesy. That's interesting. Those, those were the squeaky curds. I didn't... You didn't find the guitar work? Cheesy? The guitar work was 100% cheesy. All right. What was the all robot of the movie one-dimensional naked that Guillermo women. did last year? With the robot movie last year? The one with the robot and the Godzilla's fighting the San Francisco. Oh, Pacific Rim? Pacific oh, yeah. Rim, yeah. Pacific that Rim. To me, that, to me, the guitar work year. literally ruined that movie for me. Oh. And then on this one, I was like, they got the same guy. They got the guy from Pacific Rim. It's, uh, I think it's, they went in reverse order. They heard his work on Drive Angry, and they were like, all right, Pacific Rim. <laughs> we got a guitar guy for you. It's like John Williams' son, and he doesn't respect him. <laughs> It's like his his he's he's rebelling by, by ruining yeah. things. Yeah. He doesn't all have to be soaring on a kestrel, yeah, Dad. I'll show you light motif, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Dad. I don't need your horns, Dad. All right, my major compliment is for this incredibly awesome line from the Wikipedia page. Cage stated that he originally was drawn to the project by a scene in which the character's eye gets shot out. In, a, in his previous film, Season of the Witch, he wanted to have such a scene, but producers rejected the idea. Here's what I like about that. <laughs> a, well, Nick Cage asks for this in every movie. Every hey, movie I'm he's on, he's like, can I get my eye I... shot out? Is that an option? Until, yeah. So I'm a fallen angel. Can I get my eye shot out? Is that a possible? 
I have this idea for a scene, you guys. What if during <laughs> wait, the second wait, act? Wait, 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 wait. What if? <laughs> <laughs> this is, Bear with I'm me. I'm going to put my dick into it. <laughs> I think he shows up to set with the fake eye. With the yeah, he's always ready to go. already shot out, and they're like, he, um, "Not no, Nick, you can't wear that." It's not like off. carries around a legal pad that says "Get Eyes Shot what? Out in Movie" written on it. Yeah. He's just like pointing to this. Yeah. Like, come and on. So, guys. so not only is that delightful, it's also delightful imagining somebody hands him a script, and it's sort of like Ricky Gervais in the uh, in the in extras where he's like uh, he gets the script just because it has nudity in it. Yes. With Patrick Stu. Uh, but he's just like, he's just like, you send Nick a script, and the first thing it says on the cover page is, gets eye shot out. And he's like, done. I don't even have to read it. I'm in. Let's I'm do all it. the way there. Send, also, I like that you're the classing up Ricky Gervais, by, Ricky Gervais by calling him Richard Gervais. <laughs> is that <laughs> not how you would say? foremost musician. <laughs> huh. Wait, so his name is really Skeet? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> you said it like it was real. <laughs> Sorry to go back to Skeet Williams. <laughs> Skeet Williams. Yeah, yeah John Williams' kid, Skeet. Skeet. Oh, <laughs> like, Skeet Williams. You know music <laughs> and movies better than me. You Anyone said it like that was a Skeet thing. Skeet Ulrich. No, there that's... was a famous Skeet once. Skeet Ulrich. Oh man. Skeet Ulrich. <laughs> Skeet Ulrich. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weave. We're a good podcast about a lot of bad books and some movies and some TV shows. This uh, is episode number 287. We have now done as many episodes as the number of dogs used in the Hungarian movie White God, which also opened what? this week. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. yeah. Speaking of... Too they many decided, dogs. Not, they decided no CG. That was the, the idea. Speaking of things with a lot of sass, this week we're talking about Drive Angry, mm. the 2011 Nick Cage uh, sci-fi action, fantasy action, religious action. Anyway, it's uh, we're talking about Drive Angry. <laughs> My uh, favorite genre: religious action films. <laughs> we put the thumping in Bible thumping. <laughs> that was a good tagline, real quick. Good job, Chris. Each week we review a topic selected, usually by one of our genuous, generous sponsors, although this week uh, we let Schwa pick his own fun zone. Uh, <laughs> and we start and end every show with a compliment. It's called The Compliment Sandwich. I'm Alex Falcone on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. Joining me, as always, in our Brooklyn studios, he's at Seawalter Smith. It's Mr. Chris Smith. Hey there, Alex. I'm just one of a few faceless Satanist rednecks here oh. to try to assault your hotel room and it mid-coitus. You might be naked. Oh no, they weren't naked at that point. The the rednecks, the generic rednecks, were naked in the stadium. Uh, a few of them, but only the ladies between the ages of twenty two and twenty eight. Right, because were... because taste. Because in Louisiana, apparently, at a Satanist party, the only naked people are the attractive women. I do you wonder that maybe like does it seem unrealistic that that many attractive Satanists? It just seems like. You yeah, get into that because other that things guy, aren't working out. That guy had out. some swag, though. He was a good-looking Satan leader. Oh, the leader, of course. Yeah. But the rat, like the, his underlings seemed like they were pretty hot to be like to give up on life. It feels like it's yeah. a good-looking group. Like, Andrew you know? Keegan has that uh, his own religion, and uh, you know he only basically recruits good-looking people. I, uh, I guess not, if that's that part every good-looking person oh, would that's join like a part of their cult. Thing. It's just that right. some good-looking people are just they're just going through the South village to village and picking the picking their favorite ones and then offering them. Yeah, the most disheartening. Although movies. the protagonist, the female protagonist in this movie, is also a, a little uh, 
uh, unbelievably unbelievably attractive. Unbelievably attractive. Also joining us today uh, on third mic today, she's at the Tanya Best on Twitter. Also in our Brooklyn studios, it's Tanya Davis. I never disrobe before a gunfight. <laughs> mm. That's there. Yeah, I always Probably. disrobe post gunfight. I call it my naked celebration of victory. Yeah, I don't. I mean, what a awesome. weird thing to have a philosophy about. Yeah, yep. yeah, it just seems like a weird rule. Yeah, I don't know. I it's feel like maybe you know, like sometimes weird I partially disrobe before a gunfight. Hmm. Or yeah, maybe you want to get your get your nips out before the bullets start flying. I don't right. know. I don't also, know your life. sometimes a gunfight is a metaphor for a sex thing, and then you do have to disrobe. Yeah, oh. I, can't, I can't wait to Wow, get he sex killed a lot of people in that hotel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be such awful. a good line for this movie. Our sex killed so many people. <laughs> we'll come back to the sex killing. Uh, also, our very special guest today from the band Swahili, uh, who just put out a new record. Your sophomore effort? Sophomore, yeah. Uh, what's the record called? Amaro. How do you spell Amaro? Don't worry about it. Okay, <laughs> somebody has to worry about it. Uh, please somebody welcome back, you guys. Schwa. I'm going to kill you, and then I'm going to defile your corpse. Oh, God, he did. You yeah. made it sound sexy. He said Charlie it. from Twilight. No. <laughs> yeah, also, he Wait, was, that uh, was it Charlie from Twilight? Haven't yeah, seen Twilight. Dad. Daddy, no. Why? I knew I knew him from somewhere, and I didn't bother to look it up, and you now I'm so heartbroken. attracted yeah. to him. It's because Who, his leadership was naked. The, no, no, no. The Satanist uh, leader. Oh, he yeah. Was, he was the one likable character in all of Twilight. He looked like he could have been in Twilight. He oh, Chris, my heart is broken. Charlie, <laughs> Charlie's mustache. Yeah. Oh, and the wig. So, so he dies in Twilight. No, he's uh, her dad, and he's just a cool dude. Uh, so, Schwat, that would be a tough gig, man. We're really sorry you didn't get to come do Furious Seven last week. So I'm bummed, man. I know, I understand, but you saw it. How would you think? I seriously. Uh, it was fantastic. It yeah. was so fantastic. It's a really... I mean, it is... Uh, I, it did a lot of things. First of all, the originality in the thing yeah. is pretty amazing. Yeah. Like, you've never seen... I've never seen a game of chicken that doesn't end <laughs> in somebody not no, when playing neither chicken. Turn. No, but <laughs> Nobody yeah. was chicken. That was a weird game of chicken. And you're just that's, like... And then it's happens twice. That's bad chicken. Yeah. And then, in that movie, everyone's indestructible, so you might as well. You bet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. They're all... It's like they all have cheat codes on life pressed, and so they're like, yeah, why bother turning? We're going to survive. And then he takes like eight to 12 wrenches to the head and is fine. Oh, Vinny Dees? Yeah. Yeah. Vincenzo Diesel. Vincenzo Diesel. <laughs> he has a great... <laughs> We're just classing up everybody. We are. Yeah. It's super classy. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, so... And also, I'd have to say that the, uh, the rock flexing his way out of the cast... Yep. Best thing. We... God damn it. Best thing. I, I stood Not up. For his I did a setting. slow clap. I was like, I stood up in the theater and slow clapped that one because it was just fantastic. Was so good. Is he not just the most charismatic thing that's ever walked the earth? For he a is. pile he's of lunch meat. He's, he's just a... sitting in that bed. He's in the bed in the hospital, and you're just like, God damn it, look at him. <laughs> so much he's charisma. Amazing. <laughs> look at uh, the jaw. Well, so in, we, we, we let you pick this movie uh, instead. So well, I appreciate also driving, that. Yeah. also originality. Yeah. Well, why did you pick uh, Drive Angry? Well, it's why, uh, why, why? why it's <laughs> well okay yeah I mean it's 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 right in that really nice sweet spot of Nick Cage's career uh, between adaptation and Left Behind. <laughs> both both the movies uh, I should mention he asked the director if he could get his eye shot out and they did not yeah it's just like a series yeah, of books would've... on a shelf all of the books covered in garbage and shit <laughs> yeah well it's good stuff uh, the. 
the the reason I like this one is um, he's kind of the worst thing in it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know, it's kind of. He's kind of, which is, yeah. But yet, I still wondered the whole time, why isn't Nick Cage in every movie of mine? The whole thing, I just want him in every movie. But I I mean, this one, he gets Why, 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 (laughs) why? Well, because it just classes up the joint. I I mean, Alex, are you... In a real way. Are you just being cute? Because this is no time for that. (laughs) Why is it not time for me to be cute? Tanya, I'm getting the sense that you don't... You weren't on board. You know, you're not huge on the Nick Cage thing. Uh, No, no, no. What about Daniel Day-Lewis? Do you like Daniel Day-Lewis? <laughs> Wait, what is the relationship between them? <laughs> well, the, what about... What, no, what about someone... like John Adams different. and Tom Jefferson, Wait, man. Not, I mean, not a big fan of Nick Cage. How do you feel about John Kerry? John Kerry? Or just, what about Bobby McFerrin? Are you a fan of that? That's right. We got to find something you like, I guess. <laughs> he's also he's got classic Nick Cage hair people. in this one. Oh, his he hair gets is the so drive. Awesome. He does the Elvis karate kick uh-huh. twice to the, at the end. So like it ends with the Elvis karate kick, which you know you know was not in the script. And <laughs> signature. He Cage. finally gets his eyes shot out. And yeah. uh, what else? Oh yeah, he escapes from hell. Yeah. In the beginning of the movie, in a car. Yeah. By just kind of jumping over a bridge. Steals a car. Steals a car. Steals car. Of ramps. Apparently, it's a lot like BMX bandits. Right. Yeah. They really didn't like. I'm. I'm still wondering. Like, where's the exit? Like, they don't show. Okay, he ends up. You know, if you escape from hell, then you. You know, you end up in. Oh yeah. Where does it connect to the freeway system? Like Galveston, Texas. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. What. What what turnoff do you have to go on to get back from hell? You're like where? Yeah, I know there's a highway to hell because ACDC oh, took it. But man. where where does that connect to the rest of the highway system? It's a, great it's a frontage. It's road. an interesting idea. <laughs> it's, a, it's a frontage road to hell. <laughs> yeah, it's a different song. Parallel. It's, really, it's, a, it's actually a lot better than I remember it being. It's a it's a good movie. In the, I mean, it's a lot better than most of the movies you guys do on here, in my opinion. I yeah, I think it's a sweet spot of fun. They but just I did. Diva, what is wrong with you? What's, what'd you do? Oh, we did a French movie. 1980s French movie about an opera singer. Tanya and I had... It was 100% less objectification of women. Well, Tanya, the last movie I did with them was Left Behind. 97, let's go 97. Yeah, this is better than Left Behind. Yeah, you bet. Way better than Left Behind. Uh, This thing's a blast. It's got a couple really nice one-liners in it. Well, it sounds like we we got some issues to hash out, which we'll do in just a second. But first, I just want to say, if you want to choose... A topic that you think is better than Left Behind to make us watch. We're getting ready to do some more sponsorships. We're going to open up soon, just a couple weeks. So make sure you're on that mailing list. Read deskweep.com. Sign up on the mailing list, and you will find out as soon as we have new sponsorships available. We might have a slightly different way of going about it this time, so you've got a chance. Get your topics ready. Uh, Chris, before we find out what, what Tanya didn't like about it, let's summarize yes, the whole movie. Let's oh. have you summarize the whole movie in the style of a guy who is piloting a car and is a little bit peeved piloting huh okay so he's driving angry you know i have experience as a pilot from uh the movie that I do later i was trying to Not think of it that was really hard for i've me flown planes can... uh full of prisoners planes full of passengers oh yeah he's been on planes he's been a pilot i would, I would so watch a remake of this movie that was just like a mannered comedy called drive peeved yeah. <laughs> i'd watch that or it's like mm-hmm. a it's like a front front seat back seat comedy where it's like the rich people and the poor people. <laughs> it's basically Mr. Bean. It's fine. It exists. I watched Mr. Bean. Uh, Chris, uh, Mr. summarize Bean. for us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. Uh, the plot is really short. <laughs> Nick Cage needs to save his baby granddaughter from being sacrificed 
by Satanist cultists led by Billy Burke, uh, Charlie from Twilight. Nick mm-hmm. Cage died a while ago, but was released from hell to save his baby granddaughter. Released? Okay. No, he was escaped. Or he escaped. Yeah. yeah. Well, well I but yeah, they sort of let him. They had die, to have let him because it, had, uh, yeah. it doesn't seem like you should be able to escape from hell. It yeah. feels like they mu- he must have had it must have been an inside job. Well, anyway. certainly it's hard to escape with a god killer gun. Yeah. Also, yeah. why have that around if you're the only god in the well, prison? We'll get there. We'll get okay. there. So, so, <laughs> so Nick Cage is this guy, and he drives a car, and he's pretty angry, and he teams up with Piper, who's Amber Heard, who's unrealistically gorgeous, to chase down the Satanist cultists in a car. And uh, in in their in her stolen ex fiance's black Dodge Charger with the license plate that says "Drive Angry" and it <laughs> says like "I break for pussy." Um, yeah. So yeah. So, so here's what I wonder just, about those brake question the brake bumper stickers. Is it only yes. when it's in the road, or is it just any time? <laughs> Because it's like, if it was in the road, you should break. That would be very unsafe. If it's just a pussy think, in the road? Just sitting I, there. Just sitting in the road? <laughs> I think, I think the, the guy's an animal lover. And, and he breaks oh. her. He doesn't want to it's run cats. Cat. Yeah, cats. Yeah. I do not trust anybody who likes to say pussy instead of cat. You know that there's a less suggestive word for that. <laughs> yeah, you do. Who, yeah. What, what do you, it's like, like calling a rooster a cock. Like, you guys have options. Come on. You do. Uh, so Nick Cage chasing Satanist cultists. They're going to kill a baby. He doesn't want that to happen. There's also an otherworldly being called the Accountant, who's like the Grim Reaper in a suit. And uh, at first you think he's against Nick Cage because there's this thing where they're shooting at each other or whatever. <laughs> um, but You think they're against later. each other because there's this little thing where they're shooting at each other. It's pretty, yeah. you know, it's a light misunderstanding. But, but there's also a lot of like slow team. motion drive by staring into each other's eyes. Yeah, that happen. Oh. there's three of them. Yeah, there's mutual respect. The, yeah, you right. do know there's that. Like, yeah. There is. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're up to, and we're at cross purposes now. Right. But I sure. know you. Right. Yeah. This is my gig. Don't you know? This is my job. Yeah, yeah. I got I got to at least <laughs> look like I'm doing my job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After that, it's Miller time. But for <laughs> yeah. now, we got to kill in a, a skull. lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> it's Miller time in a in a skull. It's yeah. like how Corona is always in a bucket of four Coronas. Uh, yes. Miller time is always in his skull of, the, of your enemy. <laughs> so it ends exactly as you would expect with American-made muscle cars, fire, explosions, uh, guns, yeah. rednecks. Slow-mo CG. naked women. Satanic rednecks. It's, yeah. it's in 3D or it's, it was, you know, like post-film 3D. So there's like computer-generated things flying out of the screen for no reason. There are a lot of bits coming at your face. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, interesting. Well, this is the yeah. thing about this movie. I mean, it, you'll, you might have noticed that they just kind of stay on stuff for a couple more yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah. Some slow-mo it's, bullets and things. Yeah, they revamped it, and it's apparently it is the first 3D movie ever to lose money after um, that James Cameron movie came out. Uh, Avatar? Yeah. Avatar, really? yes. Wait, so it was what a huge a, failure, but... Oh, what an interesting title. The what title of the movie is actually... Uh, technically, it's Drive Angry in 3D. The whole, was the whole actual title, yeah. yeah. Oh, crazy. I yeah. love that. I love the idea that this is the first. Like you're like, look, you can't possibly fuck up a 3D movie. People will pay to see anything in 3D. Yeah. It's like printing money, and they put Nick Cage in a bunch of guns, and it doesn't make any sense. And it actually, it's what a great, what a great way to test the theory that you can't lose money on 3D. They found one. Yeah. If you can't do, do it, it. Yeah. it's got to be this movie. I'll too, show man. you. Yeah, they print this hard, and that's this the movie. This is doable. That's it. That's that's it. Angry. For yeah. some reason, the accountant helps him out. 
like they're yeah. on the same team for a little while. You're bummed though. I mean, you got to be bummed knowing that and knowing that you missed the movie in 3D. You know, I would have <laughs> loved to watch this in 3D. <laughs> I hate 3D movies so much, but I didn't. They are like, the worst. I forgot about that, but now that it ma- now that you say that, it does make sense. There are a lot of times where it's like, oh, that explains why we had to be like the point of view of the face about to get hit by a bullet for a second. Yeah, because you wanted yeah. to see the bullet flying at you in 3D. That makes sense. Uh, well, so it sounds like we have some confusion, some things we have to figure out. Like, for example, I do not understand the account <laughs> thing. I'm confused about that. So we're gonna play uh, our explainer game, King of Bullshit Mountain. For King of Bullshit Mountain, uh, we will start with Chris, and Chris yeah. will be in charge. He will be the king, and we will each try to unseat him by asking him an unanswerable question about the movie. And if he fails to answer quick enough, or if somebody else answers better than him for a steal, that person becomes the new King of Bullshit Mountain. Chris. Yes. Why does the accountant let him go to save the baby at that point in the movie and didn't earlier... What is going on with that relationship? What's happening there? What? No, no, no. Oh, he, yeah. he, you, you have it wrong. So he didn't, re- he didn't have Nick Cage and the baby alive in the same room no. uh, before, right? Nick Cage had been shot through the eye. So this time, I mean, he has a job to do, but he's not heartless. He, he wants the baby to live, you know? The Grim so Reaper like, is yeah. not heartless? Yeah, he he has a job to do, but it, he doesn't want the cultists to win. And Nick Cage is already a dead man; he's got to go. But the baby should be in good hands by the end. And I think he. But so why didn't he just help him get the baby earlier on if he was not heartless? He knew what he was going after. I think you're. He's he's things, behind Nick Cage, who is behind the people with the baby. Like they're all chasing each other. Yeah. So it's not like he was just in a room with the with the Satanists and was like, eh, I don't know, I can't. But be then bothered. why is yeah, he holding he Nick Cage's girlfriend? Nick Cage, who was trying to find the Satanist with his granddaughter. And do you think Nick Cage is really going to accept a team up from this guy? Be like, hey, dude. Well, but why does the guy? Why does the accountant hold Nick Cage's girlfriend at knife point then if he's on his side? Because he had to provoke Nick Cage into getting really angry. He and was only he when wasn't he was angry, angry early enough. He he, he had a he sex gunfight. He, he was pretty angry, but he wasn't angry enough. I don't know. <laughs> sex gunfights are provoked by anger. Yeah, that was yeah, more just gunfight. Just the, wow, sex. The really good ones. It was self defense. That's probably true. All right, yeah. somebody else. A question for Chris. Yeah, why did they stop off at that hotel at all? Like, if they're in, like, an urgent mission to get his granddaughter and keep her from being sacrificed to the devil, like, why stop off and drink a lot while fucking a waitress and have, a like, a gunfight? Like, what was the point of stopping somewhere when you know that you're being tailed by the police and all of these thugs and all of these people? Like, what was, what was the logic there? Tanya, what's the point of a road trip if you can't have a good time? Yeah. I mean, Sex with Waitresses is a key part of a road trip movie. That is a key part of, apparently, Nick Cage's philosophy of road trips. Yeah. Although Grand, he didn't... Granddad he didn't, has to bone a lot of ladies. Otherwise, it's just not a rescue mission. Well, but he also... Okay, so with that in mind, Chris, why doesn't he bone the first waitress who tries so hard? Because she throws oh, herself at girl from He's bending down. Who, like, so, walks up to his, her, his table and is like, would you like coffee? My tongue is now in your mouth. That was Alex. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I think he it's just about like rather... hierarchy of needs. Oh. It's it's a very clear hierarchy of needs. At that point, more than he needed sex, he needed a car. And so he needed to figure oh. out how to get his ass into the charger. Once he has car needs settled and he's already on his way and he knows he's going to be on his way after anything happens, he can always escape back in that car, right. then it's time for a little R&R. Yeah, he's got his surrogate daughter all planned out. He's going to make her a mom. It's all Oh, yeah. Crazy. you got yeah, so to remember that he chose, he chose her else. for a reason. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like never like ending story. She's in a really you know. good place to raise a kid. She's good at choosing partners. 
cars. She definitely has a place to live. She murdered some cops. She's yeah, yeah she's killer. chill to murder whoever for whatever reason. <laughs> People tell her she's going to die, and she's like, I'm going to mess you up first, so I guess it's fine. I'm going to call that a steal. <laughs> I'm going to give it to you, Tanya. That was good. That was good. That's a good steal. Tanya, why does he keep telling waitresses he wants sugar in his coffee? Sugar's on the table. You thought that would come back. Yeah, it seemed like it was so important that he always says coffee black with sugar. But like, you Isn't put- there a movie where they, uh, like, um, you know, other worldly beings need some sort of oh you're talking song? about men in black where they yeah about give me water yeah, I with sugar is, i think he sees this as like a pivotal part of his flimsy personality like this is like <laughs> this is one of the things that is just like a thing about him where just like, like the police yeah, captain doesn't I can wear a fucking uniform shoot at the same time and i like sugar in my black coffee like <laughs> this is just a thing about me that you must know like that's, <laughs> that's that true. was yeah. the, that's like just like but a really, yeah, you it's know. not that he. It's like, and I'm sure he would also announce that he likes ketchup on his burger, even if ketchup is already sitting on the table. Like this is right. not about him recognizing his surroundings. This is just about him like proclaiming himself. I to think the it's world. an Elvis. I think it's an Elvis thing. Elvis. Honestly. Yeah, Nick Cage has no, a lifelong obsession. That. Yeah, lifelong obsession with Elvis. Uh-huh. Obviously, so is he uh, eating peanut butter and banana sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, he so does he stuff he like killed that. a monkey. Oh. Yeah, killed a this monkey. Is a steal. Not, didn't Elvis kill a monkey? I think that was Bieber, dude. Oh. Yeah. Kill the monkey in Reno just to watch it. <laughs> watch it squeal? I don't know. Uh, all right. I guess no, that's a steal. I, that's, that is legit factoid. I'm interested. So the sugar in the coffee Elvis is thing. like an un-Elvis nod? There's loads of Elvis nods to this whole movie. This is like oh. Nick Cage really gets to like, huh. uh, like really experience the Elvis thing in this one. I mean, he married Lisa Marie. Remember? Yeah, he sure. did. Sure. For as a while. Yeah. <laughs> Nick so, Cage did? Nick Cage married yeah. Lisa Marie oh, after uh, Laura... Neat? What's her name from Wild Earth? Why is that not neat? I don't, I just, I'm not sure what about that constitutes. Oh, neat. <laughs> I just didn't know it before. That's just the sound I make whenever I learn a thing. Alex well, there was uh, his first wife was the girl from uh, Wild at Heart. Oh, neat. And all See? the David Lynch. I just videos. learned another thing. What's her name? Is it just marriage facts that you th- that you find quote unquote neat? Like no, that just... Tom Cruise dated Cher oh, for a married. short time? Is that <laughs> a neat fact? He did that? Tom yeah. Cruise dated Cher? Cher? Yeah. Everyone dated everyone back in the day. Whoa, there just neat. were pictures of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's neat for sure. That's good. Yeah, I'm learning so much stuff today. Tumblr.com. Go there. <laughs> Is that real? Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. It's oh, okay. Great. It'll suck up your afternoon. Sometimes sometimes <laughs> you advertise real tumblers and sometimes you say uh, fake tumblers that you're planning on creating. <laughs> or that I just think someone should get Someone to. should make, yeah. Get on that. So, Schwab, anyway, I have sorry, a Schwab, more, more things. Yeah, go ahead so, for Schwab. What's up, Chris? Uh, so, we, we were talking about... Nick Cage declaring his character and declaring things about himself that are perhaps peripheral to who he is as a man. Uh, how come <laughs> right after Piper is saying that she doesn't know anything about him and she wonders if everything he's been saying is a lie, which it has been in order to coerce her on this trip and, uh, this trip and get her car, uh-huh. five minutes later, she's willing to follow him to the end. What did he do to convince her? Yeah, what was that conversation like? Oh, the the Piper conversation? Oh, to convince her? Yeah. Yeah, how did she go so quickly from I hate you, Dad, to I will follow you to death? I hate you, Dad? Well, I'm a I little confused. What scene is this? Where are they, where are they in this scene? Uh, this is right before they go to Webster. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't really have a good answer to that, except for he's very charismatic. Didn't he? Wait, wait. You know... Wait, yeah, I'm right confused when too. The car breaks down. It and really he goes. 
And he's like, oh, man, I need you to do this thing. And she's like, is everything you've been saying a lie? Yeah, she has that, like, lengthy flashback of all the stuff we just saw. Yep. It's like, oh, no, (laughs) your ID in that bar 12 hours ago. By the time they get to tow truck driver best friend's house, she's like, ride or die, la familia. I think it's the cops. Isn't it the cops that just start shooting at him? And that's when she like is t- she's tipped off that like a you know it's all a conspiracy. Yeah, because the cops didn't identify themselves as police officers before they started shooting, and, and so she was like, shooting. "Oh, they must be. You must be all right if I the mean, cops hate you." Her real story, her journey, really begins when she shoots the two cops, right? You know, and that's like you know, Cause then she's all in. That's her saying that she trusts Nick a lot. Also, you know, uh, he is Nick Cage. Yeah, I'd follow him to the ends of the earth. I think that's a fair. Really? Are you honest right now? What yes, is happening? I, yeah. I would well, follow Nick yeah. Cage anywhere. I would. I would go to would his. You follow, would, would you follow him back into hell? Well, <laughs> I mean, if that's where he wanted to go in his charger. No, wait. What was the car they drove back into hell? Why was that a weird old? It was car? an old Chevy. An old it Chevy. Fifties. It was. A, it was. A, it was a little like it was a Satan like sent it as like a congratulations oh i guess so. I all thought, right Chua, yeah. i got a question for you so in the in the satan worshippers uh poking a lot of holes in this one uh satan worshippers uh, have like this camp set out in an old closed prison yes um and the bad the main bad guy is storing his guns in the same color cooler as the beer cooler <laughs> why would you do that that seems like a recipe for confusion and it was. He was so disappointed. I know he was so bummed was when so he opened pissed. a cooler and saw beer. Like, now I got to open yeah. the other cooler. I'm sure there was a drunk redneck looking for another beer who accidentally drank an automatic shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> accidentally picked up the grenade launcher As and was like do. refreshing. Yeah. I do love how lazy the bad guy is in this movie. Just oh consistently my God, they call it lazy. The silver bullet. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. That's right. Nice. Hey. So, uh, Wait, so, I have a question. Yeah, go for it. I have it. a question. Um, as regards Lord Satan, um, <laughs> if we're... He's not I really mean, Lord, he's more like Warden Satan. Well, great no, quote. but that's... that's a great okay, quote. so that's what well I'm read. saying. Everyone refers to him as Lord Satan, but, like, that doesn't really work, does it? Like, why is that a term? Well, because he's does the Lord of Hell. No. It's but, like but the, okay, so this is the thing, is that then Lord, like, because the Lord... Like the okay, Lord of Winterfell. Lord of Winterfell. It's like Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Is or Lord have, Grantham? Lord God, right? Okay, okay. According to religious terminology, you have Lord God, who is like the Lord, right? Capital uh-huh. T. Well, he's the Lord of your soul. Yeah. But Lord Satan, suddenly Satan has like the property Lord yeah. name instead yeah. of like like overseeing everything Lord. Like he's like, yeah. so he's like sort of like Baron Satan. Sort of like or, a spiritual yeah. land. Yeah. Duke Satan. Baron yeah. von Satan. I or maybe it's maybe it's Lord with an E at the end, and he's he's just Lord. the musician of oh, hell. No, 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 no. E. Yeah. All right, I got oh, a question man, from you guys. Okay, I think I, I, I stole that one with Lordy. What's your what's your question? Lord from Canada. Yeah. So his she's name in this movie Canada. is Milton. Nope. She but is. it's actually John Milton, like the poet that wrote Paradise Lost. Uh huh. I hoped against hope that wasn't the case. Oh. It is. <laughs> so my question to you guys is why? Why is it that? Because Paradise Lost is about hell. It's about the devil. And it is, yeah. And this yeah. movie is well, not about, about subtlety. Satan, is it? <laughs> yeah. this, movie is- this movie found a hell reference and, and <laughs> yeah. tried to shoehorn it in. Yeah. Run with it. Yeah, it's like it's like the guitar riffs. Those were not an accident. This was all part of the same <laughs> des- like film design. <laughs> Those were expensive guitar riffs. <laughs> I I, I think that's 3D. why they did it. Clearly, uh, the guitar costs more than the 3D. 
I, guitar budget. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the other thing. You know, no one's ever lost money on a movie with guitars in it, so they thought it was impossible. <laughs> Anybody have a question for me? I'm in charge now. <laughs> um, I can I ask you more about your Nick Cage ends of the earth thing? Yes. <laughs> I, I don't know if you know this, Tanya, but this show is officially into Nick Cage, and so I'm not going out on a huge limb here. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's a I fantastic just, specimen. There's nothing like him. He's a singular... We did a Nick Cage film festival, you may recall. I know! Now, Alex, <laughs> I was there! I know, Alex, that's why you now, might recall it. This movie claims Nick Cage is how tall? They say it a few times. 6'1". Yeah, 6'1". How oh. tall is Nick Cage in real life? Wait, Tanya was asking me a question that I was going to be able to answer. I don't know this. Is he 6'1 in real life? Ha! I don't know this. I win. (laughs) (laughs) I think in real life, everybody... Well, here's the thing about 6'1. 6'1 is the height that everybody claims. I'm 6 foot, and I know so many people who are 6'1 who are shorter than me. Because 6'1 is the dude's lie height. Like, women, it's like 5'8, I think. 5'7. But uh, six one Wait, are is the they height. lying that they're sh- taller than they are? Yeah, yeah. Guys who are not not six one all say six, six one. Well, he did. Yeah, no, he's no, no. six feet but, exactly according to the. Yeah, internet. six uh, one's the lie. But then is that well? He's always wearing shoes. Yeah, six one in Elvis boots. <laughs> um, but then okay, but wait, are you saying that oh, women wow, lie Bruce Willis and is say six they're five too. even if they're shorter? Yeah, when women are. So, somebody Short, told me this. They when they're, they're shorter, they say they claim they're they're a little taller. They'll lie up to five seven or something like that. But with guys, it's what six one. Oh, this if, is far so out. If a guy tells you he's six one, he's probably lying. You would What's think that Bruce out? Willis is shorter than Nick Cage, but they are both Why six feet tall. Same height. Well, because of the hair. You think with hair. You found the internet. Yay! <laughs> no, but why would you think that Bruce Willis is shorter than Nick Cage? Well, Bruce, Bruce Willis, Willis he just like seems short in movies. Yeah, he, he just seems short. Compact. It's okay. the I think it's Nick the baldness, Cage, but he looks like a little he looks like a little action nugget. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, well, yeah. Well, Nick Cage looks like an action chimpanzee, so I don't understand why this is a thing that we're doing. Why do you? Okay, so tell me why you don't like Nick Cage as much as I do. I just have yet to see him hand in a performance I enjoyed on like. Oh, a, here's like what I love about Nick Cage. Good stuff. I mean, here's what I like about Nick Cage. Okay, first of all, the bees that was incredible. Oh, uh, so in that, okay, no, and you're saying like camp incredible, and I am yeah, I'm yeah, with yeah. you there. Camp yeah. incredible, but yeah. I would not follow him to the ends of the earth because that's not a camp thing you can do. Well, like, literally, it's pretty point. campy to go to the ends like, of the earth. Once you followed Nick Cage through a doorway, you're no longer being campy. You're just putting your life in your hands. Although, <laughs> yeah, if you yeah, followed yeah, him yeah, to yeah, the yeah. ends of the earth, would you not then be camping? It's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Chris is so stoked about himself. That's Why would good. you high-five anyone for that? <laughs> I liked it. I, it's I, like Thumb on Louise. Like, you're not coming back from this adventure, Alex. I, oh, it but, is not like Thelma and Louise. Please. It is. It's Those Nick are Cage beautiful and women Falcone. with lots Nick, of integrity. In Nick Thelma and, Alex, and Louise. Nick and Alex as Thelma and Louise. I'm into it. Scott, yeah. I'm into it with some wigs. Well, <laughs> there's always a wig. Yeah, it's with a Nick, Nick Cage, Cage movie. Of course. <laughs> it's going to be a wig. I, what I, what I, I, I guess I just mean I will watch any movie with Nick Cage in it, even if it's called To the Ends of the Earth. I just feel like the thing about Nick Cage is no matter what movie you put him in, He's going to do something fun. He's going to have a good time. I, he's just so bananas that, like, there's always some scene where he is being crazy or the craziest. And, like, the fact that he's the guy who would sign up to any movie where he gets his eye shot out, that that's something he's always wanted to do in his career. Like, his bucket list must be amazing. I want to see him get everything he wants. Are, I, I, okay, I understand the outlandish goals admiration. But the other thing yeah. is, Tanya, is that there's also mom- moments of absolute brilliance in his career where he is phenomenal. There's an adaptation, Raising Arizona. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
the uh, the Werner Herzog movie from a few years ago. He's phenomenal in that. To the break oh, of dawn. Lieutenant. Oh, Bad Lieutenant. Bad yeah. Lieutenant's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Weatherman's a good movie. It, what's the one that you won the Academy Award for with the alcoholic? Uh, uh, leaving Las Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas. I mean, he's got like yeah. adaptation. Raising Arizona are two of the best movies ever, in my opinion, and he's phenomenal in both of them. But it's and he's. I mean, he plays twins in adaptation. Fat twins in adaptation. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, so he he does young, have. But yeah. Well, chubbies. Yeah. It, not, he, about my size. He, no, you're not shaming them. You're just acknowledging, yeah, that they are a similar size. <laughs> they're they're my size. Yeah. So I shame like, myself. Like my size Barbie. <laughs> Anyways, so there's that. It's like Michael Jackson. There's like an unbelievable amount of brilliance out there, and at the same time, there's just this huge, if you want to call it bullshit mountain, <laughs> of just un- I mean, of just dredge and just horrible uh, camp, which is really, really fun to go through. Yeah, so, I mean, there's I-, I love the dichotomy of like just pure brilliance versus just absolute garbage, and uh, what kind of person's able to do that? Buy himself a pyramid to be buried in. He's got an pyramid. island. He has his own island. He has two castles. He's, he's wanted by the IRS. Person. He's the craziest it's person. It's amazing. He's, an, he's a he's singular a individual. He's a crazy person. I and of course he that. killed them all. <laughs> oh. Uh, I am 100% with you. I, you know what that means? I think Schwa is the king of bullshit oh. mountain today. He's our winner. Hey. I'll make Way the case play. for Cage. You made the case for Cage. I will make the case for Cage. That's what yes. it took. Oh, excuse me, may I please come in? Well, who in tarnation are you? See here, I'm a lawyer for Viscount Veggie, your sworn enemy. I may or may not also be a dog. Apparently, he's been reading a lot of Grisham lately and decided he wanted to add some legal drama to these radio plays. Well, that's fair enough. And you know, cool judge here, uh, she used to be your mayor. I'm here for his protection. I should say, there's no need for protection with me. If you want to do your business, you're both welcome to come inside. Oh, me, oh, my. I'm slightly embarrassed by the way you phrased that. Yeah, that made me blush, and I'm down for whatever. And now, another episode of Crisis in Meatburg. Become a meat buddy by going to read-weep.com slash meat buddies, and you too can save the podcast from the vegans who would destroy it. Have a seat, Southern Lawyer. Tea? See here, I usually prefer the sweet tea, but hot tea's fine too. Thank you kindly. And call me Law Dog. Okay, Law Dog. And Cool Judge, would you like tea? You know I like anything hot. Great. I'll put on some water right now. Now, it only seems fair that we have our own representation at this meeting. Hopefully our newest meat buddy will show up, and he'll be a lawyer. Floop. Hi there. Newest meat buddy, Luke. I hope your superpower is that you're a star attorney. No. I can always tell when things are done. And that's my power. Huh. Like movies? I guess. And like tea water. There it comes. That's pretty neat, I guess, but not really helpful in these negotiations. No, it's not. I'm sorry. Gentlemen, gentlemen, we're here to discuss a possible settlement in this matter. Or a settlement? But we're not suing. Not yet, not yet, but we're looking for an end to the hostilities, and we think that a cash settlement would do the, just the trick. So you were saying you want to pay us to leave you alone? I would never be so blunt about it with my fine southern manners, but yes. All right, Law Dog, I appreciate it, but we did not start these hostilities. The Viscount attacked us. Him and his minions have been doing their best to destroy our town. How could we settle? Just pretend you're your mom, looking at your dad for the first time. Sick burn. That was not cool. I liked it. Excuse me, guys. My toast is done.
Incredible. Would you like a piece of toast? Cool, Judge? That'd be mighty fine. Thank you, Luke. Cute and a gentleman. Well, now, let's, let's bring it back here, gentlemen. I prepared a document. The Viscount won't admit wrongdoing, of course, and you'll receive your payment in three lump sums amortized over the course of three years. Some other boilerplate in there, like, uh, you know, uh, this, that, and the other thing, and you'll have to agree to stop eating meat or use any animal products of wait, any wait, kind. Wait, wait, wait a second. What did you say? Whoa. I knew this was a trap. You're trying to buy us off, hoping we'll sign without reading the fine print. It's just the normal. Wait, you thought you could just trick us into giving up Meatburg entirely? You scoundrel! I'm pretty sure these negotiations are done. I I, I see here, I object. Just like your mom said to your dad. Nice. Then I have no choice but to serve you this. You'll be in suit. What? This is not cool. Come on, Luke. Let's go back to my place. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm leaving too, but I'm not going that way. No, sir, you cannot go. I'm suing you. I'm suing you so hard. See, even I think that phrasing is gross. Will Meatburg fall under the weight of the Viscount's mighty tort? Or will they win their day in court? Find out next week and join the legal defense team by going to read-weep.com slash meatbuddies. Don't settle for anything less. Oh, yeah, cool judge. Chris it to me. Chris me, Chrissa. Chrissa. I'm done. Me buddies, me buddies, me buddies, me buddies, me buddies, me buddies. You guys, now it's time to play top five. Top five. Top five. Top five is our game where we have asked people on our Facebook and Twitter pages and by email what they want us to talk about about this week's topic. And we have some questions and some statements that we're going to respond to. First up, Dave on Twitter says, oh, God, you have to spend some serious time on that crazy fully clothed Mm -hmm. slash fully naked sex scene. Plus hey, gun Dave. violence. George on Facebook agreed. Also, apparently, this is stolen from Shoot 'Em Up. Have you guys seen Shoot 'Em Up? Yeah, with I'm Clive not. Owen. Is there a is there a sex sh- shootout? Well, the thing is, the Clive Owen isn't Nick Cage, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> so. oh, I much prefer Clive Owen. Oh, and Tanya, so, why are you? Is anyone surprised? surprised? Is anyone surprised? Let's just let's just back it up. My summarizing brain just got this is really back it up. So there's a yeah. part where they're at this truck stop motel, and Nick Cage is having sex with a waitress. He's fully clothed. She is fully naked. And she seems and fine with that for the most part. She seems fine no, with that, does, but then the bad it. guy cultist <laughs> minions with guns and hammers and saws and whatever uh, start one by one filing into his, in Nick Cage's hotel room where he's having sex in order to kill him. And so he just starts, with her still riding him, shooting all the guys and having a big fight scene with her having sex with him the whole time. And then he kills all of them and she's, he's still Let's inside Let's not her. overlook the part where they're on the floor still at it and he gets tased and so she gets tased. Yes. Here's oh, the question. She gets tased this through her jump. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, this is, Tanya brought up the the main reason I wanted to hash this out and do this movie with you guys is does she have an orgasm from the, through the taser? Wait, this was the and main I've, thing you wanted to talk about. This is and this is, and my girlfriend and I backed it up and uh, debated it. Oh, and, does it look like it? I I do it, have a girlfriend. It looks like it. <laughs> I know I said all that stuff about Nick Cage earlier, nice. but I am uh, you know I, I do have somebody that you know will listen to me do this. This is. <laughs> <laughs> this is the real. This is the real question here, and I've thought about this long and hard for years. Mm. And <laughs> Phrasing. We did it a couple times. I'm I I'm ninety five percent. I'm ninety five percent sure that she does 
reach reach a climax from from the taser. Him tas- getting are, tasered. The, the perspective that, of the film suppose it means that she's supposed to. She's getting tased. I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, don't, I think not, you might just be confusing scream like, faces. Oh, and I'm coming a little, but I'm mostly it's, getting tased. Like it's wh- a cum I'm face sure. in my opinion. And also, her reaction to the entire scene is not like weird that I had an orgasm while being tased. She's definitely like that was fucking traumatic. Get the hell away from me, everyone. That's I not like orgasm. That's not like I just came in a way I'd never come before. That's like well, no, 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 if, no, if no, 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 no. Probably way, it off would to the change your life. I mean, I also sometimes when I've just come, I want people to get away from me. <laughs> Sorry, I did. I, th- I mean, we re- we rewound it, and I do, and I have to give my girlfriend the. You uh, watched it on VHS. <laughs> yeah, I have to give her the credit because I think the first time we watched it, we were all like, "Wait a second, <laughs> hold on, hold on, just it a second. And he's also drinking with the other hand. He's got a gun in one hand. He's and, got and a jack. Uh, a I, think it's jack? Evan, I think it's Evan. I think it's Evan Williams. Jack. Sorry, it's not Jack. <laughs> Can't afford the Jack. <laughs> Went with the Evan Williams, and uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, this is—I'm pretty sure that the taser yeah, brings her to climax. I don't think that's true, but also I want to say I don't think that because Chris, you said they were still doing it while he's shooting people, and oh, yeah. I think more like they were still connected, but they were not doing it. There was no activity. It was more like she was holding out his neck, trying not to fall off, and he was—he's was mostly shooting. It, he wasn't shooting and gyrating. Oh, you mean he lost, his, you lost, he lost his stroke? <laughs> yeah, I think he lost his rhythm. He was shooting people. I'm so <laughs> also, sad That's a good right point, now. Alex. <laughs> also, it's weird that he's dead and he can still... Because like, he can't get killed. And, he, and so the tasing obviously didn't hurt him. Uh, but he can still do it. That's weird that he gets his like fun parts back. Oh, yeah. Yes. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, he has a lot of corporeal stuff that he can do. Yeah, he I don't can, know. It's he, not he like he's... It's not, he can, yeah, he's not yeah. ghost. <laughs> Well, but he can make his eye come back by thinking about it. Yeah, so I'm sure he can make his dick come back by women. Pew, pew, Tanya. Pew, pew. The saddest Tanya of all. I... Uh, I it's weird about the eye thing because he gets shot and he like keeps it shot out for a while and then later he just kind of like looks in a mirror and pops it back in. He he had a lot of time. no, he has a regeneration timeline for sure because oh. when he gets shot yes, and they're factor. in the car, yeah, she like turns and it's like, oh, this isn't even really bleeding anymore, and he's like, rah, rah, rah. and then they <laughs> like he gets his eye shot out and it takes. Sorry, him a was that while, Vin Diesel eventually... responding in that case? <laughs> it was just nondescript oh. cage voice. <laughs> sounded kind of like your I'm Vin sorry, Diesel. I don't do a lot of voices. I really have two. <laughs> it's my voice and then Vin Diesel in the cage. So Vin Diesel num- slash Batman slash Louis Armstrong. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, those are my my range is petite. Coming up, number two on our list of top five. Top five. Uh, Morgan on Facebook uh, says, "Great William Fitchner villain role or greatest William Fitchner villain oh, yeah. role." He's so good in this movie. It was he so was, funny. I'm a fan. Up the joint. I am a fan of that guy. Yeah, he, I remember. Uh, uh, go, ahead. go ahead, Chris. You first. Jinx. He moves with the grace of a dancer. He's mm. fantastic. He, he, really, uh, he, is, he has that thing with his chin where he's. And I like, I really like a, I mean, a bad guy who's like gets shot and not super concerned about it. You know, I just liked his yeah. coolness. I think it's a fun. Well, this bad was like guy. him at the beginning of the Dark Knight, where he was the mob uh, banker guy. Yeah, yeah. He was like you, you try to rob this bank. Do you know Wait, who owns this bank? Yeah. He was at the beginning of the Dark Knight movie, wasn't that the one with, with Falcone? 
Yeah, yeah. He wasn't a Falcon. Or he he was, worked for Falcon. He worked for Falcon. He worked for Falcon. I really yeah, like it when he Falcon. steps out of the truck onto the cop car, the hydrogen truck. Oh, yeah. yeah. As the car is flipping over, and he very casually. <laughs> so fantastic. This movie has the most obvious wire work, I think. <laughs> I still liked it, Chris. Why are you so upset really about seeing the no, wires? I, I, I'm not. I enjoyed it. It was just funny, like, how artificial some of that stuff seemed. A lot he of his movements were has... super artificial. He had the most, like, uh, I guess, powers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was yeah, super he powerful. Powers, but he also, yeah, I thought he had the most presence, and by far was the most like dynamic and fleshed out character. So good, yeah. and, and, and also he managed to avoid any puns based on him being an accountant. You know, yeah. he was never like your assets are depreciating <laughs> or anything. I'm have to sharpen my pencil. Yeah, he yeah. just. That's a weird thing to say. I think the first time. Oh, I'm I'm, re- I'm reading forward into the question, but I think the first time I ever noticed him was in Go, where he plays the. Guy, there's like a there's like a homoerotic tension between him and Jay Moore, and then it turns out that he's selling a Amway, and he's like in the, he's like in his little I don't bikini. Know this movie? Go, Doug no, Liman's movie. Didn't see it. Oh, it's yeah, it's really fun. It. Yeah. I thought oh. you were talking about the ancient Chinese board game. Ooh, deep cut. You saw Cold William Pitcher um, in an ancient Chinese board game. That seemed like a thing that could happen. And then he was in uh, Prison Break. Oh, sure. He was so good in Prison yeah. Break. Yeah. Remember when Prison Break was still good for a few episodes? <laughs> for a few episodes, yeah. Ugh. That show jumped the shark. No kidding. <laughs> uh, uh, Kellen on Facebook, number three on our top five. Kellen on Facebook says, <laughs> I already got my question answered last time, but oh so many things. So, hey, you know what, Kellen? You get a second one. You deserve it. Uh, you, should definitely try to, Kellen. you should definitely try to come up with either a more appropriate name for the movie or a appro- more appropriate movie for the title. So... Uh, he does drive a little bit, but it's not about driving. I, I did notice that. It's weird that it's, it's called drive. it's rarely drag. about anger. He, he's not unreasonably angry. Well, that's a very good he's, point. He's just sort of, he's a man on a mission. I thought, yeah. I mean, he'd been shot at a lot, and that seemed to irritate yeah. him. But there wasn't a, yeah, there were things that were bothers, but he never had like a rage out moment the way I thought he might. I, I, I think that for me, this is like, this is drive persistently, the movie. This is not drive angry. <laughs> so it's really, drive angry would be really like, going for it. Yeah, like, drive you know, vengefully? Three kids in the back and they're I fighting think, and you're in traffic. And, you call it like you know, stubborn grandpa. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he is yeah, a grandpa. Think, yeah, How grandpa. weird is it? How yeah, weird is it? He's a grandpa through Papa that Cage. entire thing. Yep. Yeah, the whole movie. Well, I mean, yeah, grandpa I have Papa a lot Cage. of title ideas like yeah. don't or there are other movies or try something else. <laughs> oh, Tanya. Oh, Tanya. Uh, I. I I think that uh, uh, it's not about the driving as much. I think he was pretty angry, but I think it was more like pursue consistently or something. Because he kept, even <laughs> he on foot, he had that one, I think it was kind of based on the really good one-liner in the movie where she's like, uh, give me one reason I shouldn't shoot you in the face right now. And he goes, I'm driving. <laughs> that was <Yeah>. pretty great. <laughs> it's a great yeah, reason. So we've heard of the Fast and the Furious. How about the dead and the dogged? Yeah, he's, I, how about, actually, I think we already nailed this with, frontage road to hell I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah i was gonna say we could bring hell into it but maybe that's a spoiler alert i don't know yeah it was weird because the first setup it's the, the first setup but then i forgot it and so when he was like i came out of hell i was like oh yeah i should have known yeah, that it's really hard to remember yeah, no yeah. it's there's not, no yeah, explanation bad, at all i also CG. remember when this thing came out i thought it was a sequel to the one with angelina jolie that's so Gone bad. Gone in 60 seconds? Gone in 60 seconds. Oh. I just kind of thought that. I mean, I made that assumption. Yeah, he's also unreasonably oh. blonde in that movie, right? You know how uh, 28 oh. Days Later His hair did like 28 Weeks Later as the sequel? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Gone in 60 mm-hmm. Seconds should have had a Gone in 60 Minutes. 
and then Gone in 60 Days, where it's just they just the criminals get slower, take more time. Yeah. Each sequel. Well, they're grandpas now. Yeah, they're so grandpas. Gone uh, in 60 Days, the eviction notice. <laughs> <laughs> Number four on our list of top five, Christian on Facebook asks, how would the driving have been different if Nick wasn't so angry? What if he were giddy or just had to pee? Would Drive Gassy have been a successful movie? This wasn't a successful movie. It was not. It was the only <laughs> the first 3D movie to lose money. I should also point out that he did get shot in the eye, so it really should be drive without great depth perception. Yeah. Don't drive main... at night, you mean. Yeah, don't drive at night. <laughs> <laughs> and it would be weird to be giddy with only one eye because of like, well, a recent shootout. Not, we don't ever Clearly see he's giddy because of the giddy. one eye. Yeah, even when he holds his grandchild, he's just like, I have accomplished this thing. Here's the baby. I'm done. He's so yeah. flat in this movie. It's so like For Nick Cage to be this flat... He's always it's flat, except a, when he's going nuts. That's what I like about him. He gets the freak out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His freakouts yeah. are the it's it's flat, and then he has those two, he has two acting speeds. It's like he saw the Jerry Maguire freak out, and was just like, "I'm going to do that once a movie <laughs> for the rest of my career. Yeah. That's my thing. I'm doing that." Uh, what do you guys think about Drive Giddy? It's I would like a little bit Irish? more happiness and a little bit more gender equality in this movie. Certainly, yeah. So. Yeah. A little bit more gender. Well, maybe gender someone could have a top. I don't know. Explain yeah. that, Chris. <laughs> Start yeah. with clothes. <laughs> there just seems to be a lot of object- objectification of women in this yeah, movie that was useless sure. and did not drive. They the did fly. cast the, the bartender that he uh, fornicates with. She was cast a little older. And it's not like. Uh, <laughs> That, is, that's your. That's what you take to make it gender equality. Yeah. Is, I'm just saying recently. there's not a lot of there's not a lot of roles for middle aged women in it's, Hollywood, and it's nice to see one get cast. It's also nice to not have, you know, like a teenager get fucked by Nick Cage, as happens in a lot of Nick he's Cage a grandpa, movies. So it is good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, grandpa, he so often does like not have age-appropriate yeah. partners in movies. She does uh, the, the Piper, I guess is her name. Piper. You know, who well, becomes they're, they're a mom lovers. through no choice, no no real yeah. kids shoved on. Her yeah, no real at choice. The end. Uh, yeah, to whom she is fiercely devoted immediately, which is great. I thought she was pretty good in the movie, honestly. Oh, except for at the end, I thought I was in, I thought she was doing fine, and then at the end, there her scenes with Nick Cage, where she, he is so broken up about this child, she seems like. I, maybe it is good acting because it was like exactly how uninterested in this child she should be since it does not hurt grandchild. Yeah, yeah. She was just like, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> I guess that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I was surprised that she care. did all that crying by the fire pit when he was talking about how things are hard. Yeah, I felt like that crying was where I was like, eh, it's not super believable. I mean, but. clearly she was told to cry. Like, I don't think that it was like, right. oh, just have yeah. a reasonable reaction to any of this. But like, I just didn't understand how she was suddenly <laughs> like, Mom, it's just so hard when you come back from hell and everything's all messed up. Like, yeah, Now, number number five on our top five, Matthew on Facebook says, what's your favorite Nick Cage movie? And you're welcome. And all of them, Katie, is an acceptable answer. Oh, Interesting. I would say if you're going to watch a Nick Cage movie and you really want the full range, uh-huh. you got to go with Port of Call, New Orleans Bad Lieutenant, the Warner Hartsock well, See, one. I haven't seen that, yeah, but I, I do. It's a, oh, yeah, so it's really, it has so to do it. fantastic. He's potential. got this unbelievable freak out in it where he's smoking crack while having sex with this girl. <laughs> 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 I'm so seeing fantastic. a through line in the movies you recommend. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. And is that multitasking, it's, 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 Tanya? I mean, the it's done by Werner Herzog. It's a good movie. It's Werner Herzog's movie. Multi-sexing? I don't huh. know. He's doing a lot. Yeah. He's got a lot of tasks to do. I really like uh, Season of the Witch. Really? Oh, so fun. I hate you that like movie. <laughs> I like so that movie so much. I tried watching. I kept falling asleep. I like it. 
Uh, the, and you have to watch the Bees deleted scene. And maybe just watch the Bees deleted scene just over and over again. Yeah. Which isn't in the theatrical That's right, Wicker right. Man. Yeah. That's Wicker Man. Oh, sorry. I was thinking Wicker, Wicker Man, Man, not Season of the Witch. Okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Season of the Witch sucks. I mean, Season uh, the Wicker Man. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry. Got confused. Yeah. Wicker Man. I really like Wicker Man. Wicker Man's answer great. is The Rock. Unqualified. Oh, The Rock. Oh, that's I forgot about The Rock. And Con yeah. Air. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. There's the bunny in the box guy where he's got the and Con Air. Yeah, and then she funny. put the bunny back into the box. He's got his full Forrest Gump accent going in I, that one. Yeah, Connor was pretty rad too. Did you ever see the one where he's the vampire from like the late '80s or it might be early '90s? And he just oh. wigs out. He's a vampire the whole time, and he just slowly loses it throughout the whole movie. <sighs> what it's movie his is first, that? First, like real freakout movie, I think. That's well, a fantastic movie. Too. I don't. Did we see that? This sounds familiar, but I can't remember. It's not uh, no, inherently bad. Vampire's, Vampire's Kiss. Kiss. Yeah, '88. It's not oh, that bad. I really I like love this. This is great too. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Cage vampire photos. So it's this. It's this photo of a person who looks just like Nick Cage, but from like the 1800s. It is amazing. And everyone. Nice. So people I wonder. Love, I love it when old timey photos like turn out to look exactly like celebrities. Yeah, yeah. So Letterman asked if Letterman asked him if he was a, an undead vampire. Uh, fair question. Three hundred year old Nick Cage. Man, Nick Cage. Oh, what's the uh, what's this? Uh, that's Vampire's Kiss. That's Vampire's Kiss? Yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway, a lot, I, I, they're just so fun. That one's so, great. So fun. Um, and then we have bonus. This is not in our top five, but number six, Eric snuck in here. Eric on Facebook asks the rather – he asks a, a little bit confrontationally for my taste, but um, he asks, can you discuss why you've, you've stopped doing bad things that have a huge fan base and people are think are good and only do things everybody already knows are bad and as everybody's already made fun of because it's a lot less funny? Whoa. Yeah, it's very aggressive, Eric. Hey, buddy. Hey, oh, Eric. Using, hey, Eric. How are you? Thanks, Thanks for communication skills. He, and you know what? A message. Eric, we love hearing from our... our oh. Yeah. Oh, what? Oh, oh, hi. Wow. Um, <laughs> sponsorship okay. starts soon, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, so one of the answers is sponsorships. The part of the, the format of the show is that people pick topics for us, and we have to deal with it. And, Isn't uh, this a free podcast? This is a free podcast. Sh- shut up, Eric. <laughs> Oh, back off. Oh, we're we're gonna <laughs> no. It's. I mean, he does seem confrontational. I know, but we're gonna win. Every, we're gonna win Eric, Eric back. Every week is a new week. <laughs> that's my. I feel like that's my answer. Sometimes we're gonna do things. I don't. That you I think still don't understand his question. What's, so sometimes so, we're gonna do things that you're very excited to hear get made fun of. He says, like, why aren't you doing more Twilight movies or what? Yeah, and I. I mean, the, I think maybe the reason I wanted to actually talk about this is because I think you know we haven't necessarily been entirely transparent about our topic selection, uh, and. I, and we don't have a consistent theme in the stuff that we do, partially because it's sponsorships, but also because we just pick things that seem like fun. I, I don't know. It's not like we're combing through, like, oh, everyone's already covered this, so it wouldn't be funny. It's more like uh, Schwa wasn't able to do Furious 7, so we we're like, Schwa, what do you want to watch? And you wanted to talk to us about fa- about uh, Drive Angry specifically, so you could ask us if she came during the taser scene. Which we didn't, th- we didn't figure that out, I, by the way. Well, there's no figuring. Well, no, I mean, it's it sounds, like, it sounds like this yeah. is something you firmly believe. Yeah. And um, well, I guess, I, I do we need to I'm give you like 30 right. to 45 seconds to prove it to all of us? Yeah, or... you, you would do, and we took your... It's, it, yeah. Can we start some kind of approving... Well, I guess it was more of like, I, I was wondering what you guys thought about it, you know? Yeah. Ah. I'm going to say Wait, she did so not. did we take an official vote? Alex says no. I think I also say no. You said maybe a little... <laughs> you said you were like a little cum. No. She was like, I came a little, but also I'm being tasered. No, I said that was an option for okay. an interpretation, but right. I did not say that that was my interpretation. Oh, uh, okay. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'd say, I'd say watch it again. Honestly, <laughs> that's the only. I thought it. I was surprised while watching it how ambiguous it was. 
Oh, yeah. Chris is taking the. That's kind no, of my problem. No. And I so, think. Yeah. so like the thing is like I I hated that it was ambiguous. Like I because I think with all the female objectification in this movie, like it was I, I hated that that was even the idea that she might have done. Um, but no, oh, yeah, she that's... should not have certainly. Well, well I don't know. If there's a should idea. here. Yeah. I just yeah. think. Yeah. I just think the the pleasure rating on being tasered via somebody else while you're having sex is probably not like the most like prominent part of your experience. Yeah, do you want to get internally electrocuted? Cool. Do you want to watch what a bunch if- of people die and then get internally electrocuted and then have a bunch of people wonder if you came? I mean, uh, but- I would also point out that the face might be kind of similar. And that's what's And honestly, right? in looking very carefully at her face, because I was curious as to whether or not the movie was going to imply this, I would say that there was more trauma showing than yeah. like pleasure. That was just my just, read yeah. of her facial expression. I just want to say that in a million years, I never would have wondered that. So I'm glad you're here to open my eyes to that possibility. But I would never, that never occurred to me. The I point certainly is, wondered it. Yeah. Anytime. The point is, Eric, that's how we picked this topic. It wasn't because we we're trying to cover stuff that other people have already made fun of. <laughs> also, Actually, we, Eric, we have an unholy book of all the stuff that you think isn't worth covering. And sometimes <laughs> we like to open it and just flip to a page, cover our eyes and point. <laughs> I, I mean, one of the things I want for our, our picking of topics is I, I want us to be, even though we're a show that makes fun of stuff constantly, I want us to be like largely uncynical. And so I enjoy, I enjoy this movie and I enjoyed Furious 7 and I enjoy like, this is so dumb that I'm having a great time. And I like when we're able to have a great time as opposed to being miserable the whole time. Also makes my life better, Eric. And I know you want me to hurt. <laughs> well, like last time we did Left Behind, the time before that we did that horrible burpo movie oh yeah oh, yeah yeah and those were wow. it was so hard to not be cynical it's yeah so yeah. hard not to well just... i wouldn't say that cynical so much as like you're intelligently against this yeah i mean it's just hard to like oh. have fun yeah whereas this, this is... movie i think this movie might have been a little too fun for this show because it's 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 i am not against well, us kinda, having fun especially good. to I like well, we you disagree I disagree. I, I didn't really didn't enjoy this, this movie. movie at all oh, oh. Some, oh. Some do you like tanya do you like uh like uh from dust till dawn yeah yeah okay i so tanya i oh sorry so you agree about this part but you don't disagree that uh the todd burpo movie was terrible or that left behind was terrible i didn't didn't see the todd burpo movie so i can't speak to that um But my, I guess. So that the other kid thing came out. By the way, did you see that kid came out and said that he was lying the whole it time? It wasn't Burpo. It was the. It was an other one. It was a different kid who had a book about how he had gone to heaven and come back. Oh. But it wasn't Burpo. Oh, Skeet Williams. It was not Skeet yeah. Williams. <laughs> Obviously, Skeet Williams, and now he's just a composer. So <laughs> he's a pretty badass guitar player. Guitarist. Just <laughs> upset that you convinced me that was real. I uh, my. So I think what we try to do, Eric, right now is we try to do like three sponsorships in a month and one fun zone, which is us trying to pick something that would be a good time, or letting the guest pick something that they think would be a good time. They were originally called guilty pleasures, but we're like pretty low on guilt these days because we deserve it. So yeah. now it's just pleasures it's cauterized out of us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So that's why, Eric. That's why we've picked that. Also, your name has, uh, you know, you've got a C in your name. That's weird. I'm trying. Sorry, I'm just. What? No, there's no need to be. No, no. Let's let's not hate. Let's only celebrate. I appreciate Eric, it, Eric. Thanks for chiming in, and we hope that. But that don't. Your but question. don't think we didn't notice the tone. We do appreciate the inquiry, <laughs> but we always notice the tone. That's right, Eric. We're not unlike your mom. Yeah. <laughs> we notice your tone, and we don't appreciate it. 
that's the game of top five. You guys, if you want to play top, top five, five. Facebook.com slash read it and weep or tweet was, at us at read good. underscore weep. Or you can always send us an email podcast at read-weep.com. Now it's time for the minor compliment. We're going to go in reverse order, so I'm up first. My minor compliment uh, is for the purgatory gun, the god gun. He Yep. So he has this blunderbuss for some reason. That it's a revolving barrel rifle or like yeah? shotgun that yep. shoots god bullets. And so what he says is, if I shoot you with this, no heaven, no hell. So he's got a gun that sends you to purgatory, which is you know too great of a power for him to wield, obviously. But I do enjoy the idea of a gun that sends someone just to purgatory. Although, you know what he says? He says after that, he's like, you just won't exist. Isn't yeah. that right? Doesn't he say no heaven, yeah, no hell? Like You'll just cease to exist. It's like and it's like, oh, so you mean like yeah. what a lot of people think happens when you die. <laughs> Which well, is not necessarily he's the gone same to hell. as purgatory. Yeah, but he's been to so... hell, so he, he knows that that's wrong. In that. I love yeah. that there, there's a device like that that instead of like a wand with infinite shots or anything else like that, they, they chose, whoever made it, chose to make it a five-barreled rifle. With all the limitations of a rifle, meaning right. you can miss a lot of kick, run out of bullets, a lot of kick. You know, like <laughs> like if you're inventing an ultimate weapon that you can use against uh, angels or God or or whatever, why yeah. why a gun? So what he did miss? say. So the the accountant asks him how he got the God gun away from Satan, and Nick Cage is like, I just walked in and <laughs> took it, took it. <laughs> which is like. Why, if you're Satan, and I admit, obviously, in this in this version of the story, he's not the lord of hell. He's just the lord of the manor of hell. But, like, why would you have a gun that can remove gods from existence just lying around somewhere? Like, in your office? Although, gun safety. I actually, yeah, gun safety. Although it does cast Satan in why kind of a different be light, because earlier, now? the accountant talks to this guy who claims that he's a minion of Lord Satan. Oh, and I love that the accountant's line. like, oh, he's never mentioned you. And... <laughs> I thought that was because this guy was obviously a big faker. However, in this re- in retrospect, maybe like if people can just run in and steal his gun, maybe Lord Satan is like absent-minded and bumbling. <laughs> yeah. I like bumbling Satan. There was yeah. a good quote on Satan, which was like the sacrificing children pisses him off. He's, yeah, yeah, he's I like I love that, and I did love that the Satan when he said to the Satan worshippers, the guy's like, "We have a pact with the devil," and then he's like, "Yeah, the devil never mentioned you." I, yeah, that's the thing about pacts with the devil. A lot of the time, it's a you know, it's a unilateral pact, and that's not how yeah, pacts that's work. Yeah, you know, the devil stopped liking your posts on Instagram like six months ago. So <laughs> yeah. I really feel like you should calm you down with this. <laughs> devil and I are totally BFF. <laughs> <laughs> Continuing backwards, his death. The guy at the end when they actually use the angel fire hell gun uh-huh. on the guy. It's really good. Like yeah, the so way he, they blow him up. It's kind of a mixture between uh, uh, the guy at the end of. Uh, Indiana Jones, and then the uh, you bring his face melts. Yeah, there's you got the face melts, melting, and it also looks like disintegration, the, the light, and explosion, explosion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it also does. looks a little bit like the Wizard of Oz, where there's like a tornado behind him that doesn't look very realistic. Yeah, uh, it's. Uh, I want a little bit of pepper. This, I want to pepper some in some <laughs> some Raiders with some Death Star and some. Tanya, oh, you're that guy who wants the everything topping on the pizza. <laughs> oh, and it's got to <laughs> be meat in 3D, lovers. Get out of here! And yeah. <laughs> the top of his skull has to remain intact. So Tanya, your turn. Minor compliment. Uh, I guess say one more I nice guess, thing for this movie. Uh, Amber Heard's hair is uh, impermeable sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's invincible. There's nothing it does is it just never gets messed up. I mean, I, I, is, the God Gun could mess it up, but nothing short of that. Yeah, just like is always. I mean, and it really like it'll get messed up for like a frame, and then then the next frame. Like whoever did her hair for this film was really thorough and on point, and it was just constantly bouncy and voluminous and shiny. So sometimes, to, sometimes your compliments are so 
intentionally minor that it feels like you really didn't like the movie and you want us to remember that even now <laughs> i don't know what you want me to say i'm sorry <laughs> chris if i could have if i could have body swapped myself for ezra as soon as i started watching this movie i would have i really would have i would have been like you know what guys this is gonna be really tough for me maybe you need somebody with a gentler spirit i always want you to be involved in things that we it's good to have someone to disagree i enjoy that a lot it i is, it's nice yeah i i think i think yeah. it's a good balance because show. ultimately also, i think we know I also, that um i mean i'm gonna, I'm gonna be a little vulnerable here uh-oh oh, she's probably oh, wow. right Object, <laughs> you know <laughs> objectively I, yeah you know when I, it comes down to writing history she's probably right <laughs> we're on the I wrong also, side of history with this probably, movie yeah yeah it's just i right. also feel that it would be wrong for me to let it go on the record that i would in any way condone putting nick cage and michael jackson in the same category <laughs> <laughs> that's not allowed hey, guys it's a that kevin that six degrees is one degree that's lisa marie presley i'm not saying that they're not it. connected i'm just <laughs> saying they're the, not in the same class <laughs> absolutely not no they're not chris it's true minor compliment uh i love nick cage's navigation skills in this movie <laughs> so they're driving from colorado to louisiana chasing this trailer and the trailer goes left at a certain stop sign and nick cage goes no i'm gonna be more clever and go right and i'll circle up around him how would he know that he doesn't know the town he doesn't know anything about it so but i love good, the alternate movie instinct where he where the road doesn't connect, that it actually is like an on-ramp to something that's on the wrong <laughs> Oh, highway. yeah, he's like, yeah, no return to the to highway westbound at this exit, so he's got to keep going. Uh, no left turns before sunset. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I don't know what, but uh, he, he managed it just fine. It's yeah. That gra- it's it's that grandpa stubbornness, man. He's just yeah. got that, right? I'm not asking for directions. <laughs> <laughs> Comes in and asks for directions, has sex with the waitress, shoots somebody, gets back on the highway, goes the other direction. Yeah, well, he would never know how to use Google Maps because he wouldn't because he's a grandpa, right? Yeah. Wait, I have a I have a late question. What <laughs> What do you think Nick Cage's like waitress sex pitch is? Is it just the same thing that he did to that girl in the first diner, or he kind of did some or he sexy did some like sexy strangly neck grabby kissy well, sugar in my coffee? I whatever. should it say though, like they're they're both like game from Jump Street. Like, yeah, just, I think yeah, I mean that waitress was true. all about him. She tried like he walked in and for some reason she was like long-haired disheveled grandpa with the murder in his eyes I, when are you gonna ask me when i get off sick, like sick black denim jacket she was all about a long-haired disheveled grandpa with murder in his eyes yeah. just, you know just to, to settle, settle down, down. Mm. have a family uh mm. uh schwa that leaves you minor compliment last nice thing you're gonna say about drive angry drive angry continue to be on the wrong side of history <laughs> gladly alex uh I'm gonna I'm gonna give a <laughs> I'm gonna give a kind of a shout out to uh, let's see ooh Th- you know, there's a lot of really good uh, performances in this movie in my opinion everybody's really swarthy and really excellent but if we can go back <laughs> yeah, swarthy they're tan there's, there's some swarthiness in this movie that is like really gross and greasy you can tell like a guy a smarmy swarthy no swarthy like pot like swarthy. like swarthy. Swarthy. Like, a, like a dirty like pirate in, yeah. there's a lot of dirty pirate yeah, swarthy, performances yeah. in this movie doesn't necessarily refer to tone Are it you can refer to grime the atop the skin wow i did not know it was probably I the mean, wrong I'm, word i'm definitely hey you know what what, is, what i feel like about that that's neat that's so neat it's <laughs> my sound effect when i learned it's something super neat it's the same uh, level of neat as like oh these people married each other yep yeah it's from uh words co- about colors mean dot tumblr dot com well the guy that i just my my minor compliment is like 
the guy that wrote uh, clearly the guy that wrote and directed this movie had to sell the strip club that he owned in order to finance it <laughs> and had that idea and probably had to first guy to ever lose money with a strip club yeah yeah oh so. swarthy we can't be friends it is definitely about skin color i lied Ooh, Ooh try Ooh, again grimy. Uh, not grimy. that we're going neat. grimy didn't know that um, back yeah. on my official learning scale, not neat. Bo 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 bo. Ouch. Greasy, greasy, yeah. greasy. No, and greasy, greasy. Also smarmy because yeah. they were kind of smarmy characters. Yeah, there's just a lot of good like greasy strip club. I'm at a strip club sort of guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, brought to big screen sort of like thing. tow truck friend. He was pretty. He was yeah. pretty pretty sketchy. There's the hippie that gets. Are those two kids smoking pot? And one of them gets slammed by the the door. Yeah, although that leads to the cheesiest moment with the uh, accountant, with, with the accountant, the Grim Reaper, the Grim Reaper yeah. where he's like, "I'll see you in twenty four years and three days, and I'll see you in a couple months." <laughs> Come on! I really, so I just started thinking about Final Destination for like twenty minutes after that. I was like, I wonder if he's gonna like get it together and understand <laughs> that that means something really particular, oh, yeah. and then maybe he'll just like lock himself in his room in that third month, and then somehow death will find him anyway. Oh, because dude. you know, death has a plan. Death has a plan. Does Is a that plan. a good? Mo- should oh. I watch that? Movie? You should watch all of the. Well, you should watch. One. Oh man, those are right up your alley. One, two, three, and then two, five, two, and three. Yes. Really, two, two and three are really the best. Great, those yeah. movies are great. Yeah, uh, I can't like, tell if, if you, you mean like that, Tanya. Furious, you'll like these other ones because yeah. at a certain point they stop caring about the plot and they start caring a lot about really interesting deaths. And and in that point that is about an hour into the first movie. That's yeah. when they give yeah. up on the plot and just start putting deaths. Run with it. What I love, my favorite thing about Final Destination is the sequels are just the same story with different characters. It's not like a consecutive sequel. It's just like, what if we did the same movie again? And they made like five of them. Hey. Really? There's five of them? Hey. Care Bears 2 is not Whoa. anything like Final Destination. They're saying it's a new generation. If you were so if you're playing along right. with the SAT test said. question of today's episode, Care Bears is like Final Destination as Nick Cage is Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Oh. In a different class. Yeah, yeah. This, this has been Tanya's nitpicking. <laughs> All right, you guys, that's our show. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Come back next week, please. We're going to be talking about Alana... Yeah, you will. Yeah, yeah, I know how to do it. I'm a fucking professional, Schwa. Chill out. Uh, next week, we're talking about Alana, the first adventure, and In the Hand of the Goddess, which are the first two books in a series by Tamara Pierce. Uh, and our sponsor said, I think you should read more stuff designed for 12-year-old girls. And what? Well, we used to do a lot of that. And it's funny to make 30-year-old guys uh, mostly read books that are designed for, for children. Like, what are you? <laughs> I'm not 30 yet. <gasps> Menstruation. Oh, what? Weird. Um, well, we started with Twilight, and we've done oh. a lot of that kind of thing. Um, yeah. Did you, did you guys do the Fifty Shades stuff? Yeah, we did all the Fifty Shades. Oh, yeah. That's not only for teenagers as much, but... Um, it's not. <laughs> not really for 12-year-old girls so much. No, that oh. one is for 35-year-old married women. I have a very strange... Uh, I didn't know that. You, that. Def- yeah. you, don't, you don't have to know. It's fine if you don't know. Uh, this is sponsored by Bridget. This is Thanks. as long as you're not buying books for anyone in the near future. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna have like a little cousin who's got a birthday day. coming up. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good for her. Uh, so thanks, Bridget, for sponsoring. I hope Eric is happy with this. Eric. Eric. Um, I hope he's happy that we're doing something. Yeah, thanks for listening, Eric. Uh, <laughs> Eric. 
and you're not a troll and we still respect you interesting that's what I that's just I'm just gonna say that do you guys we, know this guy? maybe we don't no, all respect you no. Eric okay. but uh, I mean he might have commented I speak before. for myself anyway uh, and thanks to the newest speed buddies fought at the pipe thanks Luke for joining the team you also could join readedfreebuddy.com slash meet buddies and for just yeah, as low as a dollar a month you can become a supporter in our meat brigade and or you could be a thoroughbred whichever one you'd prefer and you help keep this podcast floating on the tracks thanks for being here as always Chris and Tanya uh huh and schwa so swahilinoise.com yeah that's our that's our website um Amaro is the record and you can download it tell us tell us about Swahili what what does Swahili sound like uh, According to Spin.com, this is your Funkadelic record. Uh, I, I would I would say that's less accurate than probably our next record. But it, It's it, going to be more Funkadelic? Yeah, the next record will be more fun. This isn't really based in a lot of like uh, funk charts or anything like that. This is more long-form sort of spacey disco stuff. It's definitely got a lot of funk in it, but... Um, yeah. You know, I would call it... Uh, it's, it's sort of a, a, a post-genre... Sort of mishmash, sort of sci-fi record, uh, space disco sci-fi record, space disco know. sci-fi. We worked on it for like three years. It took, it, and so, so there's a lot, a lot of, of ideas. Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of influence, a lot of ideas. Um, we're releasing the vinyl. If you guys are in Portland uh, on April 23rd at White Owl, no, oh, nice. And uh, we're playing with that's like uh, a metal bar. That's going to be a weird vibe for you guys. We've never played there before, yeah. and hopefully we're going to do it outside. And oh, everybody cool. there's been really supportive. And yeah, really yeah, awesome. So uh, we're going to give it a shot. That's the comics bar. That's where all the comedians hang out this time. Oh yeah, after yeah. healing, after or shows. Yeah, oh, okay. Uh, uh, and that's what day was that? That's uh, um, April 23rd. It's a Thursday. That'll be the vinyl release. Yeah. Uh, the vinyl comes with two uh, originally designed tarot cards. Whoa. Um, yeah, that and uh, and a free download. And uh, uh, we worked really hard on it. It's been a long time. And then if you're in Seattle, May fifteenth at Chop Suey, we'll be doing the vinyl release oh, there with uh, with Midday Vale. Um, who's our label mates? And, nice. Uh, yeah, we're gonna be busy. And, and if you're everywhere else in the world, Swahili Noise. SwahiliNoise.com, and uh, we'll see the East Coast in July. And uh, yeah, we're gonna right. be busy. It's gonna be fun. It's so cool. Well, thanks for coming and talking about Drive Angry. Awesome. You guys, thanks for doing this movie, guys. Good I know it was record. terrible. I love it. Everybody <laughs> liked it. Everybody liked it except Tanya and Eric. That was the two we lost on this one. But Eric, everybody else uh, had a good time. I think Eric just had low blood sugar. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Eric was driving hangry. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw that. I just said that. Goodbye, everybody. 